Clemson's annual summer media outing was yesterday morning. What were the biggest takeaways? What did Dabo Sweeney say about two of his prized offensive players? I'm going to tell you next on the Locked On Clemson podcast. You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Clemson Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network, as well as part of the co-host team of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Thank y'all for making Locked On Clemson your first listen today and every single day, Monday through Friday, whenever I drop these episodes. And I appreciate you guys, uh, as always, just for tapping in with me, being my Clemson Tiger family as you are, but also being my every single day. I love and appreciate all the support. Guys, we have a great show lined up. Uh, We're going to talk about the Clemson Tigers annual summer media outing. A lot of interviews, a lot of quotes and everything from the coaching staff uh, that that took place yesterday morning. So defensive growth for year two in Wes Goodwin's defensive system. We're going to talk about that. A 2023 freshman quarterback, Christopher Vizinia, he is headed towards towards being redshirted. And Dabo Sweeney gives high praise to star QB and wide receiver. So let's start on that topic itself. Dabo Sweeney, during the media day, talked about just the the growth that he's seen in his two young stars, not just like off the field, but especially, you know, on the field and, and it's, it's there in terms of their body types too, guys. So he talked about how the fact of, you know, Cade Klubnik has everything you want in the quarterback. Uh, he, he came a long way physically, right? He's talking about Cade is right now, just a few days ago, he weighed in around 203, 204, 204, 203, 204 pounds. And he's in a really good place physically. You love to hear that say that game uh, now that, you know, he knows what game planning looks like, talking about Kate Klubnik, uh, how they practice, uh, how they get ready. When you have that experience, it's easy to prepare for it, and he's off and running. He's had a great summer, and he's been in the gym. He's a gym rat. He's working and working hard. Uh, he's here all the time. He's a no-question. Uh, he's a no-questions type of guy. I think he has a chance to, uh, he think he has a chance to be great, a great player, uh, not only in this league but in the country, and he just got to go out there and do it. And he just talked about also when it came down to Antonio Williams, I'm telling you, I've, I've, been, I've been talking Antonio Williams up since the start of this thing, guys. I believe Antonio Williams is going to be the wide receiver one. He was wide receiver one last year, right? With DJU. I think he's going to be the bona fide wide receiver one for Kate Klubnik. And I think he should dabble. Sweeney talked about, it. he said that Antonio Williams is thicker and bigger in terms of his body type. And he's grown physically. He's gotten faster and he's gotten stronger. And this is, this is, I love this quote. Listen to me. He said he set himself up for a sophomore surge and not a sophomore slump. That I love that quote. That is good play on words because we typically always hear about in the NFL and in, in college, that sophomore slump If a guy plays well his first year. It's well, you know, you caught him by surprise and there weren't many expectations. Now after performing, uh, you know, at a, at a fairly decent level, now people expect things of you and the expectations 
creates pressure. And pressure is either going to burst pipes or create diamonds. And I think that it's not even in a rough. I think we have a diamond in Antonio Williams. And I believe, I believe that uh, that, that that what Dabble was saying, and, and to hear that, right, to read and hear that he's bigger, he's stronger, and he's faster, that's big time. That means that this young man understood what it took and what it would take to get better heading into another year. And you're talking about not being complacent. These are the type of things that you want to hear about a young player, man. So when, when you think about the, the ability to, to, to take that leap, and I think that's for both of these guys, right? And he, he, he's, I think they're, they're both, they, they set themselves up to be all ACC. I, I'm going to say that. I, I believe that, that they're setting themselves up to be, uh, you know, to be in position, to, to get to, the, to, to being an all ACC type of player at quarterback and receiver, and they're going to, listen, the benefits, they're both beneficiaries of one another, right? Cade's putting out there, putting pinpoint passes and giving Antonio Williams chances to not just catch the ball down the field, but in a short intermediate game, not just catch the ball, but make plays after the catch. And if he goes a four and makes those plays after the catch, makes those deep plays and wins and separates and wins his one-on-ones, what does that do? That boosts Cade's number, that boosts his stock, right? Because at the end of the day, quarterbacks, Get all, get all the credit. They get all the credit. Then they get all the blame. So they, these two guys will be tied together. And I think this is a great pairing, a great situation for them. And, and, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for it, guys. I'm excited for it because this is what you need. You need – and when, when, when Dabble talks about – and he made the statement that that um, Kate is, in the, is there all the time. That, that You know what that tells me? Oh, he's ready. That he's ready. Because you listen, especially from NFL evaluator and draft analyst, I've heard all the stories about guys that have all the physical talent, but they don't work, right? K was a five star, he was a dual sport athlete, right? Track background, like sprinter, long distance, like all that type of stuff. He's a legitimate athlete, right? Could he rest on his loins and his athleticism and say, you know what? I'm gonna just rest. On, I'm gonna just get. I'm gonna just go out there and play ball. I'm gonna just go out there and, and, and whatever happens, happens, right? Trust me when I tell you guys. A lot of players do that. There are a lot of talented players that just go out there and play off of straight athleticism and physical ability. But when K Cup Club Nick is out there, it, it is it is in Death Valley, and he's going into the weight room. He's in the facility. He's busting his butt day after day after day. That is what you want from your quarterback. Right. You want your quarterback to not just be the leader on the field. I don't want you to just know the full playbook. I don't want you to just talk a good talk. I want you to be able to lead by example. Be the, I know it's cliche. I know it's cliche. The whole be first one in, last one out. But at the same time, it sets a standard. It sets a precedent. And I love that. Cade Klubnik is already wise beyond his years. Right. Hey, remember I did that. Remember that episode? I can, you know, where they talked about is Dabo Sweeney the, the quarterback guru. He just know he does a good job of finding high character, high work ethic guys. You say what you want about DJU for this young man to come into the ACC media day last year and talk about how, how much weight he lost. Like you say, he lost about 40, 50 to 60 pounds, right? That's work ethic. You, you don't lose that without working. So having those high character guys that are going to put it all out there and do everything they can. Um, and, and like Dabo said, for, for Cade, simple. He knows what, what it's like to prepare. He knows what it's like the game plan. He knows what it's like to practice as QB1, right? He got that He got that taste at the end of the season. 
and that's going to set him up for success. It's going to be good for him because he's got that experience. His feet may have not been all the way wet, right? He didn't he, he didn't go ankles deep into the shallow side. He got got a couple toes into the water. He dipped his toes in, right, to to, to, to really see how cold it is in the, in this water. But he understands now what it takes to to win, what it takes to succeed. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited. You can hear the enthusiasm. I'm excited, man, because. You know, I'm a big fan of Antonio Williams. I believe in Kay Klubnik as well. And I think that this offense can do a lot with Garrett Riley, uh, you know, the OC, uh, coming in, bringing that, that tempo and that fat, that, that quick tempo and that spread offense, guys. But, again, quarterback Kay Klubnik, wide receiver, Antonio Williams, stock up per the head old ball coach. Now, you want to talk about stock up and you talk about quarterbacks, man, 2023 – Class of 2023, uh, four-star quarterback, Christopher Vizinia. I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Dabo Sweeney made a a declaration uh, on his 2023 status. I'm going to get into that next on the Locked On Clemson podcast. These days, new every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs finds helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you got to do is create your create your job, right? Create the job, the job post. Then you add the job post to the job post. You put the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. They give you simple tools like uh, screening questioning that makes it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skill set and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and or higher. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So guys, listen to me now. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Christopher Vizinia, quarterback for the 2023 recruiting class, six foot four. 205 pounds, pro-style, four-star recruit out of Birmingham, Alabama. Dabo Sweeney said yesterday that um, it is basically the plan is still to redshirt him. And, and, and in this quote, he said, super excited about where we are at the position. We don't plan to sign. Listen to this nugget here. We don't plan to sign a quarterback in the 2024 class. And that really tells you how we feel about CV. I think we have a great, great player right there. But who knows what happens? Things rarely go according to script, but that's certainly something we hope to do. The plan is to to, to uh, redshirt him. And, and, and when you hear, Dabo is clear, like I, like I talked about in the last segment, right, with Kay Klubnik and, and Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson. <laughs> you know, the, the list goes on, you know, Taj Boyd. He knows how to find good quarterbacks, right? And he clearly feels comfortable with where he is at the quarterback position right now, that he's not worried about the 2024 class. Yeah, 2025, he's already they're already getting guys for that class. But you know that for because for one, you know that you already have Cade locked in for 2024. He's not going to the NFL draft yet. He won't be eligible until 2025. So he's got the 2023 season as a true sophomore, and he has a 2024 season as a true junior before he has to, the option to declare for the NFL draft, right? So at the end of the day, if you're able to redshirt, you know, CV for the entire season, 
and, and you have what you need in terms of backing up Cade and Cade takes that, you know, that leap that we're expecting him to take. I, I'm perfectly fine redshirting the young man because you allow him to, for one, you allow him to, to see in practice. It's, it's the same thing, like kind of like kind of redshirting a, a rookie quarterback, right? Behind a veteran in the NFL. Right. If you Pat Mahomes got a chance to sit behind Alex Smith for what, 16 games and the whole, you know, preseason and training camp and mini camp and all that good stuff. And what did he get the chance to do? Be attentive to coaches, the QB coach and everything, being really attentive to them, them helping bring him along his mental development. Right. And getting that out there quickly. But then also getting to watch a veteran at play. So what does CV gets to do? He gets to watch. Cade Klubnik goes through, and, and, and it'll, be, it'll be beneficial into, for him in a multitude of ways. Emotional, physical, right? Because he can go through the physical transformation in his body, where if he needs to add a little bit more weight, if he needs to shed a little bit of weight, he needs to get quicker, all the different things physically he needs to do in the weight room. He can do that without the pressure of knowing, I got to play right away. You know, he can just focus on his own on himself. So emo- emotionally, uh, he gets to watch Cade where, to see how Cade reacts to the highs and lows of the season because there are peaks and valleys for everyone. Bryce Young went first overall, and dear God, he had peaks and valleys. Everybody has them. So it's like, okay, how does if Clemson loses, how does Cade handle his first loss of the season, right? And then he can also just kind of be a help to Cade as well, just as a guy that, that's able to watch film, see what's going on, uh, and, and communicate with him. Like, hey, this is what I saw – uh, you know, saw in practice. This is what I saw on the field, you know, from the sideline, so forth and so on. So I think, you know, mentally as well, like just being able to learn the playbook. I'm telling you guys, yes, reps are so important for development, but not, but, but that pressure that comes with getting the, those reps immediately. If a player doesn't have to play right away and he can just sit there and learn the, when you learn the playbook and you can master it, right? So where you know this playbook front and back, and it gives you so much more confidence when you do go into the huddle. So, for example, say it is maybe, you know, because I think Cole Turner, if I'm not mistaken, was redshirted for most of last year. And then he came into play uh, late in the season. I got to I don't don't fact don't quote me on that. I got to fact check that. But I think that's what happened. He you know played more so late in the season. So but just kind of thinking about that CV being able to redshirt. I, I think that's good. And again, no, yeah, you look at the recruiting, you know, what, what's going on in recruiting. There aren't any 2024 quarterbacks that have that that have been uh, who, who have come to Clemson, right? And I think CV is a big part of that too, because the 2024 class. How long do you have to wait, right? I, I'm, I I would see I would say this. I feel more I feel more inclined that they are worried more so about 2025 than 2024, because you have Kate, you have CV, you have a quarterback for the next two to three years, period, right? And uh, getting a guy for the 2024 class, you can redshirt him, right? So he comes in, he redshirts, but then, so he's going to be the backup in 2025 to CV, unless he takes the job for, unless they open it up for an open competition with quarterbacks. And typically, that's not something that happens in college football. Typically, they stay, they they go with the veteran, right? So CV is the guy for at least two years, then that, uh, that, that 2024 recruit has to sit for at least two years. So they, they probably don't want to do that. So And that's fine. That's fine because it, 
you know, we already have uh, Blake Herbert coming in 2025, talented kid. I talked about him uh, uh, episodes ago, right? So you already have that. So 2025 is already being taken care of, which is great. And you already have a quarterback that's going to be available in 2024 and starting in 2025, you know, when, when it comes down to CV. So when you talk about him heading towards uh, red shirting, if, if the script if the script writers uh, college football allow it to happen and Cage stays healthy and there's no reasons to to take the the um the the, the red shirt tag off of CV, man, I, I look at it like this. I'm perfectly fine with it, guys. So shout out to, to Dabo. And I just like I said, I love the confidence, man. I, I've listened to this man in person. It, he he's he's such a great speaker and it, and it gives you that energy. Right. I, and he gives you that energy, man. And you see that on the sideline. Uh, I love you know what he brings to the table. So, uh, you know, CV being able to redshirt, I think that's a good thing for the program. Guys, don't feel any negative way about it. Let this young man sit, get ready to learn uh, from from some of the best coaches in all of college football. Guys, we talk about some of the best coaches in college football. Let's talk about growth on the defensive side of the ball. Can this team take a defensive uh, uh, can a defense? Take a step up, take a step forward in year two with Wes Goodwin at the helm as defensive coordinator. I'm going to talk about it next on the Locked On Clemson podcast. Year two, potential growth for the Clemson Tigers defense in Wes Goodwin's defensive system. Uh, Mickey Kahn at the uh, at the presser yesterday morning at, at the outlet, the media outlet said, he emphasized and said that Andrew McCuba and the relationship and the confidence with Andrew Cooper and Wes Goodwin is there, right? He said that um, they were both in unfamiliar territory last year, but believe both uh, both were, you know, believes both were better for it, and and, and, the, and their their growth is significant, right? And you just think about also what everything else means uh, for for this team because getting Andrew Makuba you know, getting him back to playing at the highest of levels, right? Another great, a strong season from him. And he's one of the best on your, on your defense. But not only that, Lemansky coach, defensive end coach Lemansky Hall said, you know, when they, when they asked what to expect from Xavier Thomas in his final year and quote, uh, in quote, availability and accountability. And he just talked about the simple fact that he had a great spring and, and you know, he, he saw, you know, saw him at the, the ladies clinic that they have for, for uh, breast cancer awareness and everything. He said he looks great, which <laughs> I've seen the pictures. Xavier Thomas looks jacked up. He looks looks ready to go. Right. And he, he looks ready to rock and roll. And he said, look, he has a big smile on his face. So that accountability. And, and that's what I've what I've heard as well from from people close to the program is just the fact of that, you know, of course, the injury, you know, being available. But there are some 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 things, you know, accountability wise off the field uh more so just you know things that get i think he's just he dealt with some things personally that, that he had to taken care of and, and i i talked about it you know early when i took over this pod you know started this pod and everything that i think xavier thomas he, he's one of the x factors on defense man uh explosive twitchy can really pressure offensive tackles and get downhill and, and i think that's going to be a big part of this, this defense and when you think about <clears throat> not only that but the expectation you know uh db's coach mike reed said is going to be a better product this year when he talked about expectation for West Goodwin uh, defense and this defense in West Goodwin system in year two. And you love to hear that, right? They didn't rank very well in a lot of the defense, major defensive categories. They were like think in some of the, tw- in, in the twenties and a few of them. And you want to see that growth. You want to see a better product, especially listen, the, the Clemson Tigers defense. I've said this multiple times. They have one of the best defense in all of college football. 
that can go, I think they can go toe to toe with majority of the top offenses in the country. Truthfully, studs and, and, and not just college talent. This defense has is like a litany. It's it's littered with NFL draft defensive prospects that NFL teams are going to drool over. You know what I mean? What Rook and Tyler Davis, Peter Woods. I'm telling you, scout, you, you think scouts only watch the guys that are available this year. No, no, no. They're always looking a year, two, even three years ahead. And Peter uh, and Peter Woods is going to be on their on their radar, right? So Nate Wiggins, Sheridan Jones at corner, big a big corner, right? Of course, R.J. Mickens, you know, our stud linebackers, Andrew McCuba, friend of the show, all of that good stuff, man. And, and, and Coach Reed even went on the same when he talked about the cornerback room. He said he believes it's, it's the deepest it's ever been since he's been there and that he has high expectations for the group. Um, and and he, that's what he's, you know, for every, every, every answer he's been given, like he has high expectations for this defensive unit, especially for the um, – <clears throat> For the cornerbacks, and like I like I said, Sheridan Jones, a big guy, right? And, and, and when you think about what this this defense could be, man, I'm telling you now, guys, I'm telling you now, like this this defense is gonna keep us in game early in the season, right? And, and I think that they have this is a defense that as because what what it takes is you, you're coached a certain way you're 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 you being used a certain way and that that even goes back to you think about with Trenton Simpson 2021 Trenton Simpson under Brett Venables he was a like I'm telling you guys coming into last summer people watched the tape from 2021 he was a top 15 pick after you know being used differently by coach uh, by coach Goodwin he fell to the third round now I'm not saying it's coach Goodwin's fault it's more so he was used differently right and that's just that was the that's the difference in coaching, where Venable such an aggressive was such an aggressive guy and creative and exotic in terms of how he blitz and pressure quarterbacks and everything. He used <clears throat> he used them a different way, right? So when you think about Trenton Simpson, it just was a difference. Now being in year two for Makuba, for Mickens, for for Xavier Thomas, especially being healthy for Barrett Carter, and I, and the thing about watching Barrett Carter and Jeremiah Charter, I loved how he used both of those guys, right? So I think they're I think they're just going to even get any go, going to get even better uh, in West Goodwin's system in year two. So what are my expectations? I'm gonna tell you right now, my expectations are that this offense is going. I mean, this defense. I'm sorry, is going to help the offense early in the season as the offense gets settled, right? So a lot of times, early in the season, defenses play. Defense can play better than the new offense, especially in the new system. I think this defense is going to be one of the best in the ACC, one of the best in the nation. That's just my true, unbiased belief, guys. There's too much talent here. There's too much talent, and I think. With what they're bringing in, the young guys in the defensive line, as I talked about with Peter Woods and some of the, and they, they also have other young defensive linemen as well, um, and linebackers and edge rushers and everything. Man, this is a this is a unit that I think can carry the load, can put this team on their shoulders, and and, and really stifle some some big time offenses. Man, listen, they better keep Clemson not out the playoffs because you give this defense. That big bright light, I think, in the playoffs, I think they can go out there and make some things happen, guys. I'm excited. And, I, and like I said, I, I just believe that year two, and, and it's, not, it's not just Clemson. It happens all over the place in football. NFL, too. Second year in a system where you know the calls, you know the checks, you know what's expected of you. But also throughout the, the spring and summer and in camps, 
you working together to figure, okay, coach, this didn't work for me last year. All right, cool, cool. All right, let's work. Let's figure out what does work for you. And that's where, you know, a really good coach puts his guys in the best position based off of their feedback and what they believe. It helps them be successful to help the defense and team be successful. Year two in West Goodwin system, I am excited because I think there is big time growth to be made, guys. But that's our show going over uh, some of the big takeaways from the annual summer media outlet and outing. Uh, you know, over for, for Clemson, just being able to interview all the coaches and, and, and talk, hear, hear from Dabble Sweeney and Garrett Riley, Wes Goodwin, Lemansky Hall, all of those guys, you know, you know, just listening to them and, and reading everything that, that was that they said was, was big stuff. And on tomorrow's show, there was something that I forgot to mention. Right. It's something I wanted to mention. Tight ends coach talked about uh, talked about Brittany Stool, talked about our star tight end. I'm going to get into that because I'm, I'm going to watch a little tape on them. And I'm going to talk about that and curve it in to, to one whole segment. We'll get into that as well as a new uh, recruit has been brought in, a three-star defensive end. I'm going to get into him uh, and, and get into his tape and tell you about him because he has committed to your Clemson Tigers. We're going to get into that tomorrow as well. But, guys, thank you all for, for, for tapping in. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. Listen, uh, subscribe. Hit the bell notification so you are notified whenever I drop hot fire on this podcast. Go and tap in, man. And listen, we're trying to get this. We're trying to get this this channel to a thousand subscribers. Will you be the thousand subscribers? Share it with another Clemson fan. Go subscribe and tap in with your boy every single time, man. I'm not just here, especially here on YouTube, but on the audio side as well. Audio podcasts like uh, like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so forth and so on, man. Go tap in, leave a five-star review, download, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. YouTube and the audio side, man. Appreciate all the love and support. Thank y'all for making Locked On Clemson your, your first listen today. And every single day, whenever I drop these episodes, man, nothing but love and, 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 appreci- and appreciation from me to you. I appreciate y'all. But listen, as always, in terms of Twitter, you can find me, DP underscore NFL. Talk to me because I do talk back, right? We're getting closer to the season, so I'm going to be talking a whole lot more. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Go Tigers.